it was it was finally close to graduation that a friend of mine introduced me to ZBrush. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Now, now the good stuff. Now, right? <laughs> You're listening to Art Heroes Podcast, the show to help you thrive as a digital artist. Tune in to learn how to transform your passion into a career. Get inspired by other kick-ass 2D and 3D artists and find out what it takes to be an art hero. Welcome to the episode two of the Art Heroes podcast, guys. I'm your host, Maria JD, and today we're meeting Steven Anderson, a concept modeler from Walt Disney Imagineering, where he works sculpting attractions for Disneyland parks. Steven talks about what it takes to build a career at top-notch studios and what he's striving for after that many years in the industry. Let's get going. Thanks again, Steve, for being on the call. I'm actually pretty pumped about this uh, um, this episode because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I've, uh, you know, like I think you've got a very, very specific thing, um, like you know, to your type of art and uh, you know to the type of work that you do. That is like really, really exciting, and uh, it's kind of you know like uh, one of the classic things that people think like, oh, I want to do 3D because I want to create that exactly that thing that <laughs> that you are actually creating. <laughs> so uh, yeah so thanks oh, thank again you. for being on the call and uh yeah um let's uh dive into it so well, you know, thanks like, thanks for having me <laughs> come on like the pleasure is all mine so you know like uh, let's just start from like the very beginning like can you just explain exactly what you do and you know like uh uh what type of projects you work on like, kind of now well, so so currently i uh i i'm uh, I work at Walt Disney Imagineering. I am a 3D concept modeler, so I I do a lot of uh, a lot of sculpting, a lot of 3D modeling, and everything that I that I make is for uh, for rides and attractions at Disneyland parks around the world, uh, primarily in Disneyland Tokyo. Um, wow. Yeah, I also I also teach a stylized character creation class at Noman, so it's uh it's it's fun. I have a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. And I'm just, you know, I'm just wondering if it's, uh, if the reality of it is as fun as it sounds, like, you know, because creating like, uh, you know, 3D pieces for uh, Disney World attractions sounds like, you know, the best job in the world. Like, would you agree with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's God. Pretty, it's pretty exciting. It's it's so fun because it's, it's, uh well, so so for instance, I'm primarily working on stuff for, for the Tokyo Park. They're They're making this, this expansion uh to tokyo disney seas and um and you know i've i've worked on almost all the rides uh for that area um and then uh you know some of the attractions too going into that but then uh yeah so so when they finish building that here in another three years time whenever it is <clears throat> we get to we're going to go and we're going to enjoy the fruits of my labor you know it's like of course it's gonna be so much fun <laughs> yeah no I was going to ask like do you actually ever go to the Disney parks like you know just I don't know for inspiration or for work or it's like or you can't see it anymore <laughs> well yeah it's 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 kind of interesting so we went to Disneyland this this summer with the kids and my wife and and uh I was I mean I was just bubbly and just kind of show because we don't we don't go very often you know it's like i mean i work for for the company and 
and we live, you know, an hour away from the park, but you know, we don't go very often because it's, it's killer expensive. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, but, I know. Like, so like, did you look at it? Like, you know, from, from the, from the, I don't know, from the eyes of the creator or from the eyes of the father, like <laughs> both. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's like, I, it's uh it's fun since I started that job, I I've gotten to learn and and start doing you know like how it how does these things are made like i know i know how everything's made now i know the secrets of what it looks like underneath the surface i know you know what goes into creating what you see and and so i was able to i was able to geek out with the kids and like hey look 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 this is this is and and we cut things like this and then we put it together with this stuff and uh, and underneath it looks like you know it's just it's just it's it was funny and i think my i think the kids uh the uh the people behind us in line were like can this guy just shut up <laughs> <laughs> ruining you're ruining the experience by talking about how it was made you're stupid <laughs> oh man this is fun a quick question i was just wondering you said like uh it, in three years time when it's like all like finished is it like the pipeline you're saying that the pipeline is that long like you know from like the time when you actually like create the piece to the time when it's actually built yeah because there's there's a lot that goes into it um <clears throat> so it's interesting like if, if you were to do like a like a public art installation um you could do the whole process within a year's time but because we're going through we have to worry about um architecture building codes we have to worry about um uh you know, infrastructure things like wiring and and other engineering things uh water electricity mm -hmm. gas all those all those types of things uh everything that goes into it you know they have to they have to actually build the facilities they have to they have to make sure that all the all the ride mechanics are working uh yeah there's there's a ton of manufacturing that goes into it and it's it is interesting to me that it does take that long Okay. But, but yeah, yeah, it okay. takes several years. Well, that's, I mean, like, I guess the reward in the end is that eventually, yeah, you will see your, like, you know, like your creation for many more years to come and like millions of people literally like, you know, see right. every, every day and like, yeah, every, every month. For sure. Yeah. And that's the idea. That's the idea of making something that'll last for decades. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, for sure. So like, help me to understand that a little bit better. So, uh, do you, uh, like how closely do you work with concept artists or do you work with concept artists at all? Like, do you influence the concepts at all? Like, or like, you know, what's kind of a, your chunk of the pipeline? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. So I do work very closely with, um, with other artists, with concept artists, with interior designers, with architecture, with the art director, um, and other other artists across other disciplines too, uh, just to make sure that everything is working to certain codes. That, that you know, like there are there are lighting artists, so um, people who work with putting in project uh, projectors and and light, lights and, and speakers and all sorts of things like that, that, that I have to be aware of when I'm creating the stuff in 3D. Uh, but then I get to use the reference from, from concept. Uh, I get to use real life reference, uh, other, other rides, things like that. And all that kind of comes together. I get to, I get to, I get to essentially 
use that in conjunction with my own artistic discretion and mm-hmm. put things together in a way that that looks good and makes sense and is functional and and it's interesting because because all the while like like there's there's artistic input from the concept artists that I have to take into into well like consideration uh, I guess like consideration thank you yeah I have to take that into consideration and I have to make it look good but then there's a there's a ride path that I have to be very careful of uh, that like if if the ride were to malfunction it doesn't very often <laughs> keep that in mind is I'm not saying that like, like <laughs> you should be afraid if you go to Disneyland um, it is it is the happiest place on earth and they do a lot a lot to make sure that it's super super safe but uh, but they do take a lot of precautions like if it, if the ride vehicle were to go crazy and yeah. And, uh, like they, they take into consideration how far that vehicle would go haywire, like, like how far that could reach. And, and, um, and and we call that the ride path. And so if that ride path, that envelope is, is, if anything's going through that, it's considered a, a danger. Um, it's considered, um, you know, it could possibly get damaged if the vehicle were to go out of control. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, basically there are a lot of things to consider and uh, yeah, like as a, as an artist, I guess you're part of like a really big team in your case. So it's not only like, it's, it's your... a, it's a fairly, it's a fairly small team, but yeah, there okay. are, there are a lot of, a lot of different, uh, different disciplines that go into it. Yeah. It's very interesting, you know, like, because that's really like a more of like intersection of actually like, you know, like digital art and, uh, and yeah, like many other disciplines from like architecture to like interior design to like lighting. It's like really, really exciting, I think. Yeah. So, so like, to what extent, you know, like, I, I really love that you mentioned that, that you put your artistic sense in you know in all of your like work where is the limit to your style or do you see your style at all in things that you create is there how how much of yourself can you put in your work um at at disney it's it's fairly limited um Mm -hmm. like how much of me i can put into it uh, especially like just with projects that I've been that I've been dealing with lately, uh, there may be opportunities further down the line um, to you know if when I when I uh, get different figure sculpting projects for toys or things like that where I can add a little bit more of my own uh, you know edge design, being yeah. able to stylize planes a little bit, things like that. Um, it's it gets to be a little bit. Uh, a little bit tricky when you're dealing with things that are intellectual property. They have a very specific look. Um, and you know, if you, if you try to take it too far towards your own style, when you're working with something that already has a very specific look and design, you're working underneath an art director. It, um, it's, it's, it's harder to keep your job when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. And so, uh, um, do you think that your like your personal style is like far from what you create? Like, do you, do you like struggle at all with this like you know artistic bipolarity, or like or that's not an issue? Or like you know like you can perfectly like match the guidelines and then create your own things you know on your time. Right. Yeah. No. I I feel like I feel like my tendencies 
tend to lo- uh, tend to lean more toward the Disney style. Like that's that's kind of what I what I prefer. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent I spent several years trying to trying to develop that and and get closer to that. And as it evolves, uh, I evolve too. Maybe not in the same ways, but I, I try to evolve as well. And and it's uh it's fun. I don't I don't I don't feel like it's it's super different or uh or con- um challenging in 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 those sorts of ways but uh yeah because i was just like you know like looking through your um i don't want to say portfolio but just like you know like everything that you put out there online and uh, i was also thinking to myself wow this is you know there are so many like um at the level of style similarities so do you think it's somehow you you got this influence from uh, uh from disney from your work or it's just like you know or you fit in disney because of your style like what came first so so a lot of my style kind of came before uh starting at disney and in a lot of ways it um it's what got me the job um when i was interviewing for my job my my art director was looking through my my work and she said oh your your style your sculpting style i like i like this and and this could fit in really well for what we're doing and it was really funny because after after she said that, I was like, I, I walked away from that interview saying, yes, they're going to call me back. I'm going to be starting next week. We're going to be good. You know? And, uh, you know, I, I felt like I nailed it. Everything was good. Right. So it wasn't for another three or four months that they actually called me back and said, OK, you're starting Monday. You know? <laughs> OK, like, so that oh, was kind God. of a preliminary excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you were right eventually, you know. <laughs> yeah, it just took it just took a while. It was, but it's fun, you know. It, it's a it's a really a really good company to work at, but it's it, they do go slow, so you know. Yeah. All right. So you know, like I just wanted just to take a step back, you know, like to kind of a, the world before Disney, or like kind of a, your own world before Disney. So uh, you know, like starting from the very beginning, why did you actually even go into like three D modeling? Um, it was really interesting. I had kind of a, kind of a, a lot of conflicting interests before I got into 3D modeling, um, uh, before I decided on it for sure. Right. So like, I, um, I started in high school. I was, I was fortunate enough that they had a 3D animation class at the time. And a friend of mine invited me to take the class with them. And it just blew my mind that that would even be an option. Um, and so I, uh, so I went ahead, I enrolled in the class and took it and I fell in love with it. I just thought it was super cool. And it was amazing to think that it would be a, that it would be a job someday, you know, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people make movies. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I went through and did that. I went to, I went to Brigham Young University because, you know, they have one of the, uh, one of the most. The so most, that was, uh, um, so, so the you did the art class at the university as well. So something like digital art related. Well, so yeah, so so they uh, I went through their animation program because okay. it's one of it's one of the it's one of the best programs um, in the world. Um, yeah. Okay. Because, because of the way it's run, it's run like a it's it's run like the industry. You get a student film project every year. And it's run by the students. You know, they have student directors, producers, 
um, all the all the cast, all the crew, everybody, we're all students, and and so we get we get that production environment experience while we're in school. Wow, um, that sounds super yeah. exciting. I mean, like actually being you know like being able to create something like yeah while at school. Right. It was it was really neat. It was a great experience, and it was it was fun being able to work in that collaborative environment, and it gave me a chance to essentially get my feet wet in all sorts of different uh, all sorts of different disciplines all sorts of different roles so I, I got to I got to play with animation and I loved animation for a long time and I did storyboarding and I did uh, I did concept work I did uh, 3d modeling and the one that I kept coming back to was 3d modeling right. it was uh yeah, it's and 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 then uh, my wife, she kept encouraging me, saying, you know, yeah, that's what you seem to be best at. That seems to be what you uh, what you enjoy the most. You know, you should you should consider just making that your emphasis and and just focusing on on that. And and uh, yeah, I was I was so much on the fence about so many different things, and but uh, <laughs> it was it was finally close to graduation that a friend of mine introduced me to ZBrush. Okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Now, now the good stuff. Now, right? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was crazy. Like I, it blew my mind. You know, it's like I, I had, I had done box modeling, you know, standard modeling stuff inside of Maya. And I loved that. But then all of a sudden there's this, there's this dynamic mesh that you can just sculpt and it's like clay on the computer. And it's like, I need this. <laughs> wow. Yes. And so no, I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. So I totally, I just, I, I dove in, you know, and it, and it was, it was probably one of my favorite things. And then all of a sudden I, after I got introduced to it, I started seeing it pop up on all sorts of um, job applications that I was trying to apply for. I was getting ready to graduate, needed a job. And, and it said you need to know ZBrush, so I went ahead and I dropped seven hundred dollars, bought ZBrush, and and uh, yeah, and, uh, haven't looked back since. <laughs> so, did you teach yourself, like, did, or did you do like in terms of uh, you know practically like ZBrush? Uh, like, how'd you go about you know like getting more comfortable with it and you know like being able to use it professionally? Yeah, I mean, I didn't see, there weren't a whole lot of resources at the time. Uh, there were a few videos on like Z Classroom and, um, and those were helpful. But yeah, primarily it was just me digging in and, and uh, in essence, teaching myself. Um, yeah. It's, 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 a lot of, it's a lot of fun going that route. It's, it's pretty difficult sometimes because, I mean, you can't really ask yourself questions and get reliable answers. It's... Uh, it's yeah, <laughs> you probably yeah. also can't give yourself a realistic feedback about things. Right, right. And my my first sculpts. I mean, for for a few years. I mean, they they were, they were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're getting vulnerable. <laughs> but yeah. like, no, but seriously, like, whose sculpts were not terrible? Like, yeah, I know. Like, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody goes through it, but yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and so what was your first job eventually? So I, I did a lot of freelance at, at first, um, my first, my first study job, I, I'd kind of started while I was in school. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I did motion graphics and animation. Um, and it was, it was all right. It paid pretty well for, uh, for a job up in Utah, you know, so I was able to, you know, I was able to support the family. My wife could comfortably stay home, take care of our daughter. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, things were just, things were working out pretty well. The hard thing about that job was that it wasn't a reliable job. It wasn't something that I could, that I could depend on all year round. It was really busy the last six months of the year. Okay. But then the, but then the first six months of the year, there was no work. It was slower than peanut butter. I mean, it was so bad. Um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, so basically there is like, uh, um, there was definitely something to improve in terms of, yeah, I guess the, the employer. So like, did you just, uh, uh, go back to the job market? Yeah. So, so all the while, I mean, I did a lot of, I did a lot of freelance trying to, trying to stay involved. I mean, 3d modeling was kind of what I was wanting to get into. And so I did a lot of freelance. I did a lot of personal projects. Um, I hadn't, I wasn't able to get um, internships, and so that was that was that was kind of heavy. That was hard. Um, I feel like if I had gotten an internship, I would have had a lot easier time getting the job that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. <laughs> but mm. but yeah, I mean, you know, different so, struggles. Yeah, but like you know, so uh, uh, now you know when uh, because uh, as as yeah, as you said, and as I know, like you teach as well. So you know, like when you speak to students and when they when they ask you, you know, like uh, what's the easiest way to be, to break through in the you know um, for somebody who's just like starting the career in this whole like you know in this whole world as a, as a digital artist what's like you know your the best advice that you would always give um i don't know like uh, would you even recommend like uh, looking for a steady job or like freelancing like how would you you know what's what's your approach to that now knowing what you know well i always i always recommend a steady job over freelance um And, you know, there will be people that'll, that'll fight me on that, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's a matter of opinions. I'm sure it's also like a matter of yeah. different lifestyles. Yeah, different lifestyles for sure. Because like I've got friends that like to move around, that like to, you know, they don't like to be tied down to a specific location. So if they wanted to, you know, maybe they, they want to go spend a few months living in Ireland or maybe they want to go and uh, live in South Korea and, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is that they choose they can because they're freelance and they can work from wherever they are. Uh, for myself, um, you know, I, I like having a family. My family doesn't like moving around. You know, we want to, we want to have a home, things like that. And so, so really it kind of just, it depends on what lifestyle you want. So, so that's one of the recommendations that I have. I like to, I like the steady full-time job where I know that I can, you know, I can go every day, And then I can, you know, I don't have to worry about being there a ton yeah. of hours. I get to set my own schedule, things like that. But I, I, but I, I know that I have a job that I can go to every day. Um, and I'm, you know, I can work toward, you know, owning a home and things like that. I don't have to worry about, you know, selling all my stuff every six months because I'm, yeah, no, another- <laughs> of course, something more dependable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's less stress for, for the family. So it's nice in that respect. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And so, you know, like if we're talking like, you know, jobs, uh, um, like, uh, do you remember now how long did like it took you actually, like, you know, like to secure uh, like a position every time? Uh, I don't know how many times you were like back to the job market and like, you know, creative industry, but like, you know, like a rough estimate of, you know, like how long it takes from the time when you're like, okay, I'm changing the job or like I'm getting my first job to actually like, you know, um, you know, getting the first paycheck. Uh, it, I, I mean, before, I know it depends, but. Right. Yeah. It, it, it kind of varied a little bit, but, but there was, um, yeah, up until the time that I was hired on at Warner brothers, um, there was, there, there was a lot more time between gigs. Um, they weren't as nice of projects, things like that. Um, and so like, you know, up until, up until getting hired on at Warner brothers, things were much more spaced out and it was, it was a much, it was a lot less, uh, a lot less reliable, a lot, a lot, uh, lower pay, things like that. But then, uh, um, but then I had this, yeah, I, a little bit of a big break where I got hired on at Warner Brothers Games, and then, uh, and that's that's when things started to to kind of pick up. I I had gone through um, Warner Brothers Games, and after working there for a while, was offered a job at DreamWorks, and so we left to go to to go to well to come down here to LA to be able to work at DreamWorks and after that's when i got hired on at disney and so the space between the gigs became a lot smaller and the gigs got bigger wow well so, but you're like you know you're hitting all the big titles that's you know like i guess yeah. one <laughs> yeah very very big name places now and it's 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 like it it takes a while sometimes but i mean if you're if you're uh, focused and determined and and you know for sure that this is what you want to do, you know, and, and if you have the right support too, I mean, if my, if my wife were not supportive, like she is, uh, I would not have been able to, to make it like this. <laughs> wow. Okay. This, uh, yeah, I know there is a merit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the starting point is the most difficult one. Like, I guess like the breakthrough point Absolutely. when you're just like kind of entering. So what do you think helped you to differentiate yourself? And uh, I don't know, actually, like that's just, yeah, that's just a mere guess you were differentiating maybe you were blending <laughs> quite the opposite so what actually helped you to um to get in there like do you like reflecting again like back um like back at the time um you know why you and uh not somebody else like was it something um, that you did for your portfolio was it something <laughs> that you did in your like uh, uh schooling is that like i don't know like did you know like some special people or yeah so networking is a huge thing i feel like i feel like that's one of my one of my strongest attributes is that i'm really good at networking i know i can i know how to find people to network with um i know i know how to talk to people it's uh and it's it's kind of a I mean, for me it's fun you know I, I like being able to just chat with people and and uh and get to know them 
establish a relationship and then and then after after i feel like i can trust them i know i i I get to a point where i can decide okay is this somebody that i can that i can ask for feedback is this somebody that i can uh uh, ask about job opportunities you know and and that way i can i can kind of go wiggling around and finding you know finding finding a better a better foothold for myself you know and Sure. Um, so, so, so networking is huge, um, but also at the time when I was hired on at Warner Brothers, um, I had started teaching at a local university before that, um, which I feel I feel like that was a, a really cool opportunity for me because I got to, I, I got to see my skills progress at a really quick rate um, as I as I taught people who were trying to do the things that I knew how to do, you know, that's, you know, like, that's a very interesting insight, I think. And, you know, like, thanks for sharing that because, you know, uh, I, I also believe that the best way to learn and perfect something is actually to go and teach that. Sometimes there is definitely this, uh, I guess the, the vision that the teacher knows everything, but sometimes we as teachers also learn from the students and like become even better teachers and better experts like by sharing the knowledge so like all the knowledge is better shared so like uh, do you still see that now like while you teach at Norman oh yeah absolutely absolutely and it's I mean I'm just starting with this Norman with this Norman teaching job um we're, we're seven weeks into my first term and and that's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun and it's it's interesting I feel like my rate of growth with Nomen will probably be a lot, a lot faster, a lot higher, a lot, uh, a lot stronger than it was with my first teaching job, because I mean, a lot of the students there, I mean, they're they're incredible. It's it's such a such a such a, a an incredible school, incredible talent, and so I, my personal growth will probably be a lot more accelerated teaching at Nomen because. <laughs> I'm essentially teaching my competition, you know, it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. And this looks exciting, like, uh, right. And for yourself or your, like your personal growth, what's the next thing that, you know, like, what are the skills that you still want to improve? Oh, for me, I'd, I'd love to improve on things like likeness. Um, like, I don't know. I, I'd like to be able to do, like a photorealistic portrait of a of a person, you know. I think that'd be really really stellar. Um, I'm trying to think in different. Yeah, I mean, there there. I want to get stronger at things like texturing. I want to get stronger at maybe maybe learn rigging uh, yeah. so I can animate a character. You know, things like that. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, and um, you know, like, how do you go about your own like skills improvement like now? <laughs> I buy a lot of tutorials. Seriously? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 and, and it's, it's cool. Cause I mean, here in the States, um, anything that I buy for my personal growth and education and development, uh, all that is tax deductible. Okay. So, so I can, I can write that off on my taxes and, uh, and, and it's, I mean, it's, it's helpful to me and it's, and it's less expensive that way. But yeah, but if, you know, like if my, if I may ask, like, what's, you know, like, uh, do you have anything like an annual budget for your own education? 
um like and you know um do you even recommend dedicating budget to that or you think that you know like it's kind of a uh see how it goes and just kind of a decide or just like what you do yeah to me it's i try i i don't go i don't go crazy with it um because you know yeah i mean money's money and you need money to live right sure <laughs> um budgeting is a really good thing to be able to do uh, my wife is really good at it <laughs> i'm like I, I i only i only buy a tutorial if it's something that i feel genuinely interested in in learning like i feel like i absolutely need it to to learn and progress um yeah there there are a lot of good good resources out there and i i feel like if i want to be able to contribute to the world in in that sort of way i i can go through make my own resources put them out there for other people to learn from uh, i've got a few tutorials i'm working yes, on yes i've seen those that's great i mean like actually you've got quite a bit of resources across like different platforms and i think yeah. that's that's pretty amazing like anything like from gumroad to like uh, yeah like i've seen i've, right. I've seen like a huge number of links uh, from your website we'll make sure we'll put it on the show notes because there is like a lot <laughs> of uh, uh yeah there's just like such a variety oh, like thanks. yeah molding to... and uh yeah. yeah and even stickers love the stickers yeah the stickers are so much fun yeah <laughs> i'll have to I'll have to send you some Yes, yes please, you know, like uh, we'll go straight to my laptop or somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, um let's just touch a little bit on like, you know, resource creation side. Is it for you a way to give back or like why do you or is it just like, you know, you have free time? Is it, you know, part of the big strategy or you're just like trying different things? So so a lot of what I'm trying to look for personally is ways to be able to earn passive income. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a way to be able to kind of pay it forward in a way, you know, things that I went through and spent thousands of dollars to learn, you know, trying to make stuff available to people for a lot <laughs> a lot less money than yeah. that. And uh yeah, so so I feel like yeah, mostly it's just trying to trying to pay it forward a little bit, but I'm also trying to to earn passive income. So something that I that I spend, you know, a few hours on uh mm -hmm. can can pay off in a in a you know a faster way than you know going to work and working no, definitely. several hours yeah. yeah no definitely and you know like i think that's also like really great to remember that uh, there are so many unconventional way to unconventional ways to you know kind of earn uh earn money as a digital artist it's not only like you know uh, uh your job that 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 can eventually pay your bills there's also like some uh, micro ideas and like side hustles that yeah. that are available out there yeah and and oh, i guess i guess kind of going along with this and kind of referring back to your question from before things i want to learn or get better at um i really like the idea of learning how to better present ideas presenting things in a in a consecutive manner and and i feel like by by doing tutorials by teaching it helps me to be able to think about and and process my thoughts in a way that makes more sense in a linear fashion of going from a to b to c yeah 
Yeah, of course. Uh, you're talking about articulating the ideas and like uh, in and like for educational purposes and like for in in your teaching and uh, in the tutorials that you make. Right. Yeah, and making sure that things ideas come across in a clean and 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 efficient manner. Yeah, right? so, and I think yeah. it's actually really hard to do. You know, like now that you said that, <coughs> because uh, there are so many teachers out there, but not every teacher is is good not every teacher goes down to the point and like you know right. builds builds this sequence for you that it kind of you know like helps you know makes you connect the dots and especially like true that's true for like the ever-evolving technology when you need to make sure that you're <laughs> also like looking into the future all the time yeah yeah because that gets tricky yeah, yeah. It does. It does. And like, you know, like touching a little bit on the technology, is there like any specific thing that excites you about like, you know, what like, you know, the future? So because you're a little bit into, or maybe a lot uh, into 3D printing. Um, yeah. And there are so many opportunities, so it seems so with, uh, with this. So is there any other maybe specific technology that you're really like studying now? I, I I know that like different different software packages are really exciting to me. Things that I want to get into and learn better. You know, okay. With a uh, you know substance painter, substance designer, getting okay. getting better at the workflows with those. But um, I don't know. I really like milling. Uh, okay. Which is kind of like a you know subtractive three D printing, right? It's kind sure. of the reverse. <laughs> yes. And it's, it has a little bit of a a different process for for production than 3d printing does and so you know i've been i've been trying to work on learning what you know what those differences are and and how my workflow needs to be different uh when preparing something for milling versus 3d print um you know, I, we we do a lot of milling and a lot of 3d printing at work so it's it's really kind of kind of nice to be able to have that work experience be something of a training to um, so that I can, you know, learn those things. You know. Yeah, sure. Nice. One question that I really want to ask because you're trying so many things now, and uh, you know, at the same time, you've got this really exciting, uh, you know, like full time thing uh, of yours. So, like, do you? Where do you see kind of your yourself in? I don't know, like, let's say five or ten years. Which direction do you want to go? And uh, yeah, or you know, maybe something, something ambitious that you want to take or to take on. Quite honestly, so I love my job. My job is fantastic, and I'll I'll stay there as long as they keep me. Um, <laughs> they seem to re they seem to they seem to really like me there. Okay, um, and <laughs> they rely that. on me very heavily. But uh, but one of the things that I that I would love to do is I would love to just uh to just illustrate books with my wife. You know, she she writes. You know, she likes to write, and she she does these little children's books and love to be able to illustrate those uh, wow for, and uh and that's something that's uh I've, i mean i've already started working on one but because of time commitments it's kind of hard to do so yeah i'd love to be able to i'd love to be able to take you know lots of time off at some point just to be able to just to be able to focus on on that or to be able to work on my own tutorials or work on my own toys um, be able to work on my own thing, you know, I, if you're working for a company, you get, you get a certain amount of income from that. You know, it's, it's, you don't, you don't get, you know, my, my income is not the same amount as Bob Iger, you know, he owns Disney, he gets all the dollars. <laughs> 
know, uh, if I'm, if I'm doing my own thing, you know, I, I get, you know, I'm the Bob Iger of my own life, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of the, uh, the thing that we're shooting for. That's, that's why we're kind of looking for, uh, ways to be able to get passive income, you know, tutorials or, or products or things like that. Yeah. Books. Uh, because that passive income will allow us to have more time and, and time's kind of what we want to be able to have. So, yeah, no, I absolutely love that. You know, the approach of kind of, you know, like engineering your own, uh, your own life and the income and, uh, um, and, you know, like designing the lifestyle behind this. One last thing that I have for you is the very quick questionnaire. It's like 10 questions. So uh, you're welcome to answer in like one sentence, one word, whatever you feel like. So I'll go ahead. So what's your favorite place in the world? The Huntington Library. While you're working, what are you listening to? Uh, movies, TV shows, music. Cur currently, I'm listening to um, Agent Carter. I haven't watched it before, so I'm kind of listening to that as I as I as I work. It's kind of interesting. Uh, your best way to gain inspiration observation <laughs> okay I, I like i don't know i like to i like to take inspiration from life around me but i also like to scroll through instagram pretty regularly so <laughs> instagram is pretty good this is so <laughs> honest <laughs> yeah well like you know there's, yeah there's, no there's being this honest right <laughs> sure okay the big life goal uh become financially self-reliant and uh, you know relying on on my own you know sort of yeah, yeah. on on yourself yeah. like basically yes yeah no yeah I, yeah so that it's so that get that, getting that passive income role yes perfect uh your favorite drink Ooh, root beer first thing you do in the morning after you wake up i pray if you didn't become a digital artist what would your backup career be so in high school, before I started the anime, like those animation classes, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to study reef genetics. Um, I wanted wow. to, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, to focus on coral, coral reproduction and coral health. And uh, I was, I was, wow. I was really interested in that. I was already looking at schools to go to and wow. things like that. Yeah. I should definitely like, you know, I should definitely create a group of biologists slash artists. <laughs> Seriously, like you're the person number three that I know from, you know, like big names out there that <laughs> that had like biologists, like there were really? biologists in their second uh, career. Seriously, that's not a joke. That's funny. That that's is funny. funny. Yes. <laughs> I think wow. there is definitely something about that. <laughs> uh, moving <laughs> on. Um, is there a book or a movie that you can recommend? I love I love the books. Uh, I love Mitch Album books. Okay. Mitch Album is the he's the uh, he's the author. Uh huh. He he uh, he has a whole bunch of books. I mean, there's like the five people you meet in heaven. There's Tuesdays with Maury. There's uh, one more day or something. I can't, I can't remember what that's called. But there's this just just really they're 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 nice books they're good reads and and you feel attached to the characters oh love so that I, I'll, I'll go ahead and mark it actually in my good reads um yeah but i also i also like uh, peter and the star catchers which is, it's about you know it's, it's kind of the origin story of peter pan and that's that, those are really fun too uh cool so uh what is one thing that motivates you to work more my family 
my my wife in particular top three things on your bucket list obviously oh, except wow. talkie disneyland oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well my wife wants to go back to europe okay i've never i've never been i'd love to go on like european tour with her sometime all right um, probably with the kids yeah probably yeah probably I know. No, I've <laughs> got two of my own already. I'm like you know I'm with you and probably <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd, I'd love to be able to go back to go back to Chile too um, I lived there for a couple of years and I love I love Chile and I love Spanish and and you know just being around that more would be awesome are we living in that too because number one was Tokyo Disneyland <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a little yeah. bit of an internal joke now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. So, you know, like that was the last one and like number 10. Thanks so much. We're, you oh, know, we're pretty you. much we're pretty much pretty much done. That was uh, that was really interesting and you know, like uh, I really appreciate again you being on the show and uh it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing all, all these details. It's been like oh, uh, thanks for really cool to know. Thanks for having me. I mean, it's it's it was uh, it was an it was an honor to be asked. Yes, come on. Thanks for listening to Art Heroes podcast. Check out www.artheroes.co for show notes, more interviews, and free tools made for you by our team of mentors. Tune in next week for more inspiration and keep up the great work, hero. Mm-hmm.